0: Yoma, Daf, Lam, Alf, the last thing we were discussing was a machloket between Ben Zoma and Rabbi Huda. Why is it every time someone walks into the azara, does he you have to go to the mikveh? And ben, Zora, ben Zoma's reason was that of a kalva homer from a Kohen Gadol Yom Kippur. And Rabbi Huda's reason was it's just as a reminder just in case there's any tumah on you to remember and get out. And we saw Baye ask Rav uh, Yosef uh, several questions. Number one, the Rabanan who holded a mitzvah to go to the mikveh day eight before entering the Beit HaMikdash area. Do they agree with Ben Zoma who argue on Rabbi Huda? And Rav Yosef showed him down. they do not agree with Ben Zoma. And then Abaye asked Rav Yosef if there's a deen of Hatzitzah according to Rabbi Huda because it's only as a reminder. And Rav Yosef told him any that kind of Hachamim did was like the Torah. Yeah. And yes, there is Hatzitzah. Number three, Rav Yosef explained to Abaye that even if your whole body is not going in, you still need to go to Mikveh, and the proof is from the Metzorah. And with that, we are starting Lamid Aleph, Hamud Aleph, five lines in, where it says Ibaiyalehu, question. Let's say a person doesn't want to go to the mikveh. Maushia ases sakin arukavish hot. Can he make a really long knife that uh, he could stand outside the azara and uh, shacht an animal that's inside the azara? And the tibai benzoma, tibaiyale rabbana, tibaiyale de der biudah. And the question goes according to Ben Zoma, who's mahmir and says that even a Tahor has to go to the Mikveh before the Azara. And the same question also applies according to Rabbanan, who argue on Rabbi Uda and hold that a Tahor never has to go to the Mikveh before going to Azara, except a Mitzorah, because he is used to Tum'ah. So Tiba'i the Ben Zoma, uh, the question according to Ben Zoma, who says that there's a Mitzvah, they're all to go to the Mikveh before going to the Azara. Ad kalom Ben Zoma. Ben only may only to go to the mikveh, even if you're tayor ela legavai. if you're going into the azara If you're standing outside with the long knife law, he doesn't. Need, you don't need to go to the mikveh. Or dilma or maybe atelim You're gonna, you know, follow the knife, and you're gonna somehow end up in the azara. Again, same question. Tebaeil same question according to Rabbanan who argue who hold that a person who is Tahor never has to go to mikveh unless it's a mitzvah. The only reason Hachaim say there is no you don't have to be tovel in mikveh because they you're not doing avodah. avodah if you're actually doing avodah you're shachting Could it be that you don't have to be tovel or Maybe there's no difference whether you're being you're doing avodah or not. You don't have to go to the mikveh if you're Tahor, Takeo we have no answer. Now, the Gemara goes back to the Mishnah. 5 Tevilot V'asra Kedushin Tovel. Kohen Gadol goes to the Mikveh five times that day. Uh, before and after, he has to wash his hands and feet. 10 Tevilot V'asra Kedushin. 5 Tevilot, 10 washing of the hands and feet. Tovel Kohen Gadol He's Tovel five times and he's uh, he wash M'kadesh means to wash his hands and feet. That they have Kipur and and all of them were in the Kodesh, meaning in the Azara area, BeBeta Parva, in the area called Beta Parva. except the first one. The first Devila, Bahol, that was already in the area that was Hol, Algabesh Shad Hamayim, on top of the gate of the water. And the reason they called the gate of the water is because the bowl with the water that they used for Nisuch Hamayim on Sukkot would go through there. Ubtzadlish and the mikveh was right next to the Kohen Gadol chamber. And Amarabah, We understand from here the river that is called the in Yeshua, it's called Menaftawa. It was a border between Shevet Yehudan Shevet Binyamin. And over there that river would have water go straight to it into the into the Azara area, into the Beta Paraba. And Ayanaitam was Gavoa Mekaka Azara the Ainaytam was taller than the Azara, 23 Amot. And what's the proof? Ditnan. Kola Petahim Shayusham, all the opening, all the gates in the Bet Migdash, Kovan, Srim Amma, were 20 Amot tall, Verhoban, Yisra Amot, and they had a 10 Amot width. Chutz Michel Ulam, except the lobby of the actual Bet Migdash area, which was 40 Amot uh, tall and 20 Amot wide. Vitanya, and we know the famous Drasha, Verachatz Besaroh. Uh, a person who has to go to mikveh b'amayim. What's does mean? B'maim mikveh has to be dafka and b'maim not uh, sha'uv water, not water that was drawn. Kol besaro. What's besaro? Besaro kol besaro. Maim shekogu for It has to be enough water that you that the person who shmei his entire body goes into it. Be-ka-me-hen. what What's that amount? Amal ama berum, shalosh amot. It's a, an amah length, amah width, and it has to be a height of 3 amot. Vesheru hachamim me mikveh did the math, that's 40 se'an. So if the gate was 20 amot high, plus the 3 amot on top, because the mikveh has to be 3 amot, that's 23 amot. And if the river is going straight there, that's 23 amot tall. But the Gemara asks, viha ika amah tikra amah mazeva? the top of the gate has to be an amah and the bottom of the mikveh has to be an amah thick in order that there's no holes and the mikveh doesn't become pasul so then ha- so it should be 25 not 23. No, so the, the gates in the Beta since they were made of marble you didn't need to make a thick uh, floor on top of it because even a little bit of marble will make sure that no there's no holes in there. And it does the job. Okay? But there's still there's that little bit of marble, and that uh, that's so it's 23 and a little bit. So the maximum is de It's not an amma. Loha shivla. So they didn't mention it by the amot. We're only mentioning amot, we're not mentioning half or third or a quarter amot. Now the Mishnah says, din boots they put up a sheet of linen between the Kohen and the people so they don't see them. So, why linen? Like Rav Kana said about the second Tebila. We want to remind them that today's Avodah is done with the linen clothing, not the usual eight clothing, because some of them were made of gold. You know that they work with gold. Achanami, same thing with the first Tevilah, that they put up a sheet of linen, Sheyakir, that today's work is done with linen. Now the next Mishnah, Pashat, Yarad, Vitabal, the Kohen, Gadol takes off his clothing, he goes into the Mikveh, gets up, tries himself, then Hevilad puts on the the eight golden clothing, and he wears them the kiddesh, yada verglav, then washes his hands nitilatium and raglaim, hevi lo e tata they bring him korban tamid, keratsoy, shachet, umerech, ahher, shahitah Aliyado, and another Kohen comes and finishes the k the Shahitah for him so the Kohen Gadol does most the majority of the shahita which is a good shahita someone else finishes it so the Kohen Gadol can get a bowl and kibale tadamuz rakoh, and accepts all the blood and then he used to go and throw it on the Mizbech remember all the has to be done by the Kohen Gadol then, then he comes into the Hechal he gives the ketoret, on the, of the, the ketoret that we give every morning and he cleans up the menorah from last night's uh the lighting then he goes outside, he he brings the uh, head and the, the limbs onto the mizbeah, he brings the chavitin, the, all the, the, the minchad, the, the flower, and the nesachim, all that stuff. Now, of every morning, was was given between the throwing of the blood to putting on the limbs on the mizbeah. Shilbena Arbaim, the afternoon one, the Ketorah that was given in the afternoon, was done evarim between when the the limbs were put on the Mizbeah and when the wine and the, the flour were given on the Mizbeah. If he was an elderly Kohen or if he was delicate and it's hard for him to go to Mikveh in cold water, they would warm it up atsomen and then they would put it into the cold water kaveshet afig This way, you could warm up some of the cold mikveh now amarua la banan kamedrafapa the rabbi said this mishnah over in front of papa and they said the loker bimia this can't be loker bimia ear because the ear if it was loker bimia ear kevan de amar terake douche alvisha vilo since we held that whenever you, whenever the kohen gadol would wear new clothing, he would wash his hands two times—one before and one after he put them on. here also, by the first day, he should wash his hands before and after he puts on new clothing. Obviously, uh, our said he only washes his hands afterwards when he puts on the gold clothing and starts to work. Obviously, that's according to Rabbanan. And Amar of Papa. Maybe that's not a proof. Maybe bener rabanan bener bmeir. You have to wash your hands. Had a pshita begdai kodesh behadal visha. You wash your hands after you took off uh, the holy clothing, and one when you wear holy clothing. Be hakam over here. Be hakam Here's the machloket. Upasat verachat. The pasuk says upasat begdai abada shelevash, and it says verachat biserab ba'maim mekom kadosh velevash bekadav velevash. Rabbi meir savar we're going to equate the taking off the clothing to wearing the clothing the same way by wearing the clothing you put on the clothing and then you wash your hands same thing with taking off your clothing you take off your clothing and you also wash your hands we're going to equate Taking off the clothing to putting on the clothing a little bit differently. When you put on your clothing, you have to be uh, dressed when washing your hands and feet. Same thing when you're taking off your clothing. When you're dressed, you wash your hands. And you could say that our Mishnah is according to everyone. And the reason he didn't wash his hands in the beginning because he was taking off big day not big day Kodesh. So you only Wash your hands when you're taking off big day, Kodesh, not big day hall. So, Amrua Le Rabbi Fapa, Omi Mata Could you really say that, that even according to Rabbi Meir, you don't have to wash your hands before the first tevilah we have a ben They put a, a linen sheet between the Kohen Gadol and the people. Ve'arav u'pashat ve'arad v'taval alav v'nistapag. And he took off his clothing, went down to the mikveh, dipped, got up, dried himself. He wore gold clothing, got dressed. Ve'kideshi adaviraglav, washed his hands and feet. And then Rabbi Meir omir pashat ve'kideshi adaviraglav. He takes off his clothing of the hall, washes his hands. Then ve'arad v'taval alav v'nistapag. He goes down to the mikveh, dips, gets up, dries himself. He wears the gold clothing, then the Kidesh and then he washes his hands again. So you see that according to Rabbi Meir, even the first time around, you wash your hands the time before and after. So obviously Mishnah is not like Rabbi Meir. So told Rabbanan, if you have a bright eye, you're right. I go back from what I say. So now the Gemara asks, okay, hatla. Asara kiddushin. I understand how according to Bimeiir you have uh, the kohen gadol washing his hands and feet ten times, one be, and one before and after every tevilah. it comes out to be nine because the first time he doesn't wash his hands before. So amre lach Rabanan so uh, the rabbis tell you there's one last at the end of Yom Kippur when he takes off his Big Kodesh and he wears the Big hol the ones he's going to go back home with and he washes his hands and feet right then and there and that's number 10 I will stop right here Hashem le'olam Amen